Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. That's right. We're back here on the block for another half an hour or so. We'll send you back to state baseball after that. But it's uh, Austin and Box sitting in with you here again for the next 30 minutes or so here on 93.7 The Ticket. Talking NBA and Bach, let's hop right into your beloved Celtics and my yes. beloved Jason Tatum. Yes. Doing his thing. That is his ish. That is his city. Says humbly, I'm one of the best players on earth after game six, after his takeover. Back that all the way up in game seven. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever whatever he did, he flipped the switch for the fourth quarter of Game 6 and never turned it off. Uh, I mean, if that was a competitive game, he might have had 65, 70 points of the way he was going. And they were throwing double teams at him, um, and he was just in sob. I mean, he got in a flow. Now, he is a guy, too, that, you know, it's like Game 6, unfortunately, wasn't all that shocking that he ran into now he did have his worst game which was a little surprising but he sometimes has disappeared a little bit Jalen Brown has led that team if Jason Tatum obviously can be that guy but anything close to that guy and Jalen Brown gets going I mean I feel a lot better because that's I mean that's kind of been a storyline for the Celtics is um is that he's kind of the regular season star and you know I don't want to take away it's not like he's much worse than Jalen Brown but Jalen Brown kind of just has that it factor or uh what is, uh, what is that ridiculous trait that Coward put out there? He said, uh, you know, um, that Tatum you had more alpha than Tatum. Well, alpha, uh, Tatum sure looked like he had some alpha Plenty. in Game 7. It's funny that he has that narrative around him because Boston's made the conference finals, what, four of the last six years that he's been there? Yeah. Um, I remember his dunk over LeBron oh, yeah. uh, against the Cavs, stared him down, you know, led them to the finals last year. Jason Tatum has that dog in him. It's weird that he has that narrative for you know being you know regular season guy. Everyone's going to be better in the regular season. Yeah. Every single player. Now, <laughs> yes, you need him to rise. Except for Jimmy be- Butler. Well, correct. Yes, <laughs> you found the exception that proves yes, the rule. That's right. And he's your problem now. Yeah, he is. Um, who de- who defends him? Is that an Al Horford thing? Is that a Jason Tatum thing? Yeah, I th- or 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 Brown. I mean, I think they've got a lot of different ways to you know a lot of different guys that they can throw at him. Um, and that's what I'm happy about this Celtics team. And not that, not that it's you know they've reached their goal or anything, but this is I, I will feel even with this Final Four as a Celtics fan, I feel like they've got the best roster put together. Now you want to say the best player out there, maybe Jokic. You know, you got some different LeBron. You could throw some different guys out there. But I'm, if I'm thinking of a of a team that's well put together, it's the Celtics, and they don't even have uh, Daniela Gallinari, who was supposed to be part of this uh, unit, but got hurt. Um, so I mean, they're just so deep. Uh, Grant Williams didn't. Even even play in game seven that's a guy that can would be playing for most teams in the playoffs uh even Pey- Peyton Pritchard's pretty good so I mean they've they've they're so deep that they don't even play some of their guys sometimes so I I feel pretty good against the Heat they beat them in seven games last year with pretty much the same roster um but it's kind of funny how uh, how the uh, narrative can change on the Heat because like I said they had the same roster basically last year with a number one seed now had a bad regular season, some injuries, and they finished in the eight seed. Now all of a sudden, um, they just—it's unbelievable that they're that they are where they are. And I saw ESPN give them a three percent chance to beat the Celtics, and they, I just don't know where they come up with those numbers. It's like it's got to be higher than that. I don't know what to, I don't know where I'd put it, but it's got to be higher than three. Seventy thirty. <laughs> yeah, something 65, like that. Sixty-five thirty-five. At least give them that. Right, because Jimmy Butler has done this before. Yeah, he has, and that's got to be scary. <laughs> Yeah, 
Yeah, and, and you know, it, they do have injuries, um, you know, the, uh, to a few guys, and that's going to hurt them. Tyler Hero probably not going to be back for this series. Oladipo, Oladipo isn't who he used to be to begin with, but he's hurt. Um, and so, I mean, I, 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 I feel pretty good about this series, um, but I felt pretty good in the bubble. <laughs> so, right. so I'm a little bit, a little bit cautious, a little bit more cautious of that. Um, but you know, it, it's intriguing. And, 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 you know, that, that's part of the story too, is that both these semifinals, the Western conference Eastern conference finals are the same as the bubble, which yeah. got an asterisk and it's called the Mickey mouse championship and all that. And now I think three years later, this, this proves that because they, I mean, the rosters have been tinkered with a little bit, but the stars are the same players on the, on the same teams. But you can still call it a Mickey Mouse championship because the Lakers won it. Yeah, and you have to discredit everything the Lakers do. <laughs> well, right? I don't mind that. Yeah, yeah. but if if I, I I don't know how to feel because I kind of in one way I don't want the Lakers. You know, I just don't want the Lakers to win, um, and I don't want them to get an 18th championship. But in another way, if it's Lakers Celtics for the 18th championship, which for for people aren't NBA historians, that they, they're tied currently right now with the most championships in NBA history with 17. Um, to put that online in the finals, along with the, you know, bird magic, all the all the Lakers Celtics stuff that you already have, the beat LA chance, um, the parquet floors, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. just it, it would be incredible, and, and I and I kind of hope that happens. Though I know a lot of you know we're in the Midwest, and, and the Denver Nuggets have pretty much taken almost anybody who doesn't have a hardcore commitment to a team or is a players guy has gravitated. Now the Midwest is filled with Nuggets fans. <laughs> All of a sudden. All of a which, sudden, yeah. Which is fine. I mean, there like you said, there's not a lot going on in Midwest basketball. It's hard to root for draft picks, aka the Thunder. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The Wolves have been just. <laughs> sad for so long so I can't blame people for you know grasping onto the nuggets will the league though that's the question is Denver (laughs) is Nikola Jokic good enough to overcome the league's I'm sure internal desire to get Lakers Celtics (laughs) for number 18 because we've seen shenanigans as it comes to the Lakers before oh yeah oh yeah um I I I mean it's it's hard to say I mean I, I I'm not I'm not a big conspiracy theorist for the NBA um but like you said uh the the Kings from like what was that 2002 2002, definitely deserved to be in the finals so I mean we have seen it before um I I think that you're in for a good series and I, I I know a lot of people too are maybe it's just the Lakers logo or the LeBron James factor are very bought in and think the Lakers are just going to, you know, definitely going to be a lock there. I think Denver's got to be the favorites going into that series. Now, I, mm-hmm. I like the Lakers, the groove they've been on. They've put on an, 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 a good team, um, but there's only so many times that I want, you know, the Lonnie Walker story is great. <laughs> But you don't want to be relying on Lonnie Walker, <laughs> you, know, nope. you know, for these for these big series. So um, we'll see. I mean, Austin Reeves. I mean, they've they've got a good supporting cast around him, a better supporting cast probably than Jokic does. Um, but that guy is uh, uh, that guy is, is is should be three time MVP for mm-hmm. a reason. And Jamal Murray hasn't been quite to what 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 you would expect him to be, or, or back to where you'd want him to be. Um, but if he can turn it on, I mean that that guy. I mean. I've said this before about him is I don't know if he, he's probably not like a top 20 player in the league, but he might be a top 20. If I have one shot left with the game on the line, right? I want him to take the shot. Absolutely. Speaking of Nikola Jokic and his third MVP that he didn't win, the guy that got it, Joel Embiid, five yeah. of 18 uh, from the floor. Oh, four from three, five of six from the free throw line, uh, 15 points, eight boards in game seven against the Celtics. Not a good stat line for the MVP. Doubled down on his bad stat line 
by saying basketball is a five-on-five game. Me and James can't do it ourselves. Oh, by the way, James Harden, three of 11 uh, from the floor, one of five from three for nine points. He had six rebounds and seven assists. Yeah, basketball isn't two-on-five. It was three-on-five because Embiid and Harden sucked in game (laughs) seven. What is Joel Embiid talking about? Not a good look. And, and again, I feel particularly bad for Tyrese Maxey because I think that guy's a stud coming mm-hmm. up and, and you know, going to be – might have – has a better chance to be on that roster probably next year than Harden does. So it, it's kind of strange, uh, strange way to go about it if you're Embiid. Um, you know, sometimes and – I, and I say this too with, with Scott Frost, that at, at a certain point there's just not – really anything to say you know after losses and 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 you know and, and you kind of feel bad for him because there's nothing to say if you're Joel Embiid and you got blitzed like that again there, there's this this reactionary culture and, and certainly game seven you want to see more out of him the MVP and he didn't have the numbers and all that but it's the three seed losing to the two seed in game seven that's kind of about what's supposed, supposed to, to happen, happen, you know? So it's not like, I, I know we, we have to do this. We have to paint, okay, 76ers, failed year. What are they going to do? Change all this, change all that. Um, and, and there are some some things that I would take it with. I don't think they have a, a roster necessarily. And he's, he's right. I mean, I don't, I don't think they're deep enough um, to have a roster that, that's going to be there. And I still kind of go back to Jimmy Butler laughing uh, at uh, them choosing to keep Tobias Harris over him. Uh, but... You know, it it's it, it's not it's not what he should have said clearly. But I also I'm not sure if you if you freak out and change the you know change the whole roster. That being said, you know you kind of have to start to think about Doc Rivers and his Game Seven lulls. Well, it's not just Game Seven. Doc Rivers has now lost seven series he's led three two or better. Twenty twenty three. This last series was up three two. Uh, the Clippers had the the three to one lead over the Nuggets in the bubble. Yeah, blew that one up three to one over the Rockets in 2015. Blew it. Uh, he messed. Well, not him. You know, it wasn't a solo act. It wasn't all right. Doc Rivers. <laughs> but the Celtics, 2009, 10, and 12 had three two leads. Yeah. Um, and then in the Magic, even in 2003, had a three one lead over the Pistons. Ended up letting that go. <laughs> the coaching carousel, the way it's spun already, to add Doc Rivers to the pile of. Even Nick Nurse, you know, Mike Budenholzer and Monty Williams, yeah. that would be a seismic shakeup. Those are all really good coaches. And it's very strange. I don't know what to make of it. Like, uh, especially with the, the Bucks maybe going after Monty Williams, who, who Budenholzer kind of got the better over. Um, it, it, I get it. it it's, it's not, again, it's not college football. It's not like your program is based around your coach. It's a player's league. And, and more than anything, you just need maybe a new voice in there, some sort of different type of motivation. Maybe it's getting kind of old or, or whatever. The message is, is not being felt there anymore. So I get all that. But, I mean, these are a a lot of just proven guys in the league that I always kind of think if, if you release your coach and he's the hot name on the market, maybe you should think twice about releasing your coach and or at least have, I mean, this is one of those situations where like you better have a plan. You better not just kind of go out there and wing it. We'll find somebody mm-hmm. and then end up with, you know, giving somebody a shot that, you know, I don't know, go find Steve Nash or something. <laughs> <laughs> Phoenix, of course, with that opening Steve Nash would be absolutely hilarious to reunite him <laughs> and Kevin Durant. And heck, if Philly lets James Harden go and they sign him in Phoenix, yeah. sign me up for that. That'd be hilarious. But that, he's not the target for the Suns right now. That's Teron Liu. Mm. Is that a step up for Teron Liu to go from the Clippers to Phoenix? Would he ever consider it? Should he do it? 
if I'm him, I, I might. Um, just because the, the Clippers thing has not worked out. They've never have the health. Um, and, you know, getting the chance to have KD, you know, that that would be something that would be kind of hard to pass over. So, I, I, would, I, I mean, I would consider it. Um, but, you know, Phoenix was kind of banged up in their final game, too. So, I don't know. that They've got a roster, and, and many people have said this, but the, they maybe have given up too much of their roster for Kevin Durant. Um, sure, they got the star, but then they didn't have the supporting pieces. So, you know, I think I'm more, I think my eyes are more, maybe more on the GM of the Suns to try to put that thing together. And if, if I'm Tron Loof, I can work with the GM, kind of get the guys that you want in there, then maybe. But the, the Clippers have had such a good rosters. They just aren't ever healthy. That's the thing. That's the issue. Because you go from a team with a lot of depth. The Clippers had a you know solid 7, 8, 9, 10 man rotation yeah. this year to the Suns who had essentially their starting five, maybe even just a starting four, depending on how you count DeAndre Ayton, <laughs> right. you know, from game to game. So it's not like the star power is going to be better in Phoenix than it is in LA because you have Kawhi and Paul George. I, I think Steve Ballmer is a good owner. We don't know what Matt Ishbia is. You know, he's mm. the one that pushed for that Durant trade. He's the one that pushed Monty Williams out. So if he's going to do that stuff and you don't give your GM the opportunity to make those decisions, that would worry me making that leap if I'm Teron Lou. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I would do it. I, I mean, I, but at, at the same time, frustration has got to be mounting. If you if you didn't kind of pay attention to, he lost a lot of family members this life. It was just kind of a tough year for mm-hmm. Teron Lou. Maybe he feels like uh, maybe, a, you know, a new place, kind of just a, a new look for him might be, might be there. It, but at the same time, too, I mean, if you're Teron Lou, if you're competitive, you also might be thinking, like, I want to see this thing. And, and, you know, year after year it can be disappointing to, to not be able to to get those two guys, Paul George and Kawhi, on the on the court at the same time for the playoffs, but like, it's not like it's just a one year. I hope this kind of works out. Now you've had like three years of, and it'll be like, what their fourth year maybe of build up <laughs> to finally see it happen. And I don't know if I if I have I certainly have doubts that it would happen, but like at some point, if I'm Tron Luf, I put all that work and I want to see what the payoff would be if he got there. Absolutely. I- I'm with you on that. We'll step aside uh, one more time here, uh, wrap up on the block before we send you out to State Baseball next.